Welcome to episode 12 of our Physio Exam podcast. Today I'm here with Leah and Tim, and Tim is going to share his experience with the practical component of the exam. If you guys haven't listened to our previous podcast, Tim spoke about his experience with the written exam, so go and check that one out. Um, so Tim, when did you take your practical exam? I took the practical exam um, at the end of 2018 in November. And what was uh, your experience like um, with the practical exam um, in terms of preparing for it? Did you, wh what materials did you use? Um, sort of how did you prepare for that? Uh, materials wise, I mainly followed the CAPRS recommended resources list um, where they highlighted a bunch of different study materials uh, for you to use. Um, I also used the prep course which would provide me with a, an additional foundation uh, as to uh, what materials to study and uh, how to study. So I know that you were working for a little bit in Australia too um, and coming back here to Vancouver you were working um, but during this time, were you still doing part-time or were you working full-time or what were you doing? I was working part-time uh, at a clinic um, where I would shadow and work as an interim physiotherapist. So a lot of our listeners have a question in terms of like, should they be working? Should they just be focusing on studying and how long they should be studying every day? Like, what would you say, like looking back... Like, what would you say, what kind of advice would you give them in terms of uh, working and studying? I think ultimately it depends on your personal situation. Um, for me, I'm really lucky to have had the opportunity to not have too many responsibilities outside of um, work and studying. Um, if I had to take care of a family, it would probably be very difficult. But um, for me personally, um, I, I think you can definitely work part-time. Um, there were some friends of mine that worked full-time, but I would say they found it a lot more difficult to plan time to study for the clinical. Um, but I think it's definitely doable. So just like Tim mentioned, it really depends on your personal situation. Um, so back to your study schedule, how many hours a day were you studying and were you mainly practicing with a group of friends or going through questions or were you just revising material? I think in terms of my approach to studying for the clinical, um, there are uh, several different study sessions that I had. I'd say some would spend a lot of time particularly on reviewing the written material um, as to how it would pertain to the clinical, um, learning things such as special tests and reviewing all the little details. Um, so I would say I'd spend uh, maybe one or two hours a day studying just pure material uh, in a day. Um, but when it came to the amount of time that I spent um, doing clinical practice, um, if I included that, that would probably add on an additional uh, one or two hours. So I would say in a day, um, on, and, on and off, I wouldn't say every day, but I would spend maybe three to four hours on certain days um, studying both written and clinical material. 
And did you practice questions in a group environment or did you do it by yourself in front of a mirror? I would say I, I would have spent a lot more time studying with others. Um, sometimes if you study on your own, you might feel good um, and it, you can feel confident um, repeating certain uh, key phrases or um, interactions on your own. Um, but I definitely would recommend studying with um, friends and partners and other students. What did you find most challenging with the exam? Was there any particular topics that you struggled with um, just having been trained um, outside of Canada? I'd say that the, the way Canadians practice um, and interact is is a little bit different than what I was experiencing in Australia. Um, because it is an exam, they have a very specific format in which they want you to interact with your patients. Um, whether or not that's the same as the way you would interact with a patient in real life, um, I would say is quite different. Um, so I would say those were the biggest challenges, really just um, getting used to the fact that how you might interact with a patient in real life versus in practice and how they want you to interact on exam is actually quite different. So I know for me, I've already been working a couple of years prior to taking the practical exam and uh, like during this exam, I sort of just changed gears and I was sort of like a robot and um, in, in terms of the things that I was talking about, my intro is uh, like scripts and um, doing certain things. It wasn't didn't feel natural like I would be doing in the clinical setting. Is that something that you found too with this practical exam? Absolutely. I, I think every student preparing for this exam, at least uh, around me, had taken up a sort of template, so to speak, uh, in terms of um, their introduction or interaction with their patient. Uh, I think that's kind of necessary though because uh, when preparing for this exam, you need to have a go-to um, introduction to ensure that you're scoring the best possible way and you're starting off um, in a way that is uh, clear and concise, at least for this exam. Yeah, so I think that for this exam, I think it's okay if you have a checklist and sort of be a little bit of a robot and kind of just go through everything because with this exam, the examiners just want to kind of check uh, boxes. So you just got to nail every single thing, like an introduction, asking for consent, um, checking breaks, making sure you're safe and all these little things. I think just come up with a routine and sort of just stick with that um, and then sort of answer the questions that they do ask. And do you have any tips for the night before and the day of the exam? I think the night of the exam, there's not much you can do preparation-wise from, um, from a material standpoint, but I think you can definitely prepare yourself mentally. Um, I think the biggest thing for me was um, getting into that mindset of trusting what I had studied, trusting the amount of time that I had put in and the hard work, um, knowing that um, 
if you had put in all the work and the time that, that if you're confident in what you know that it's going to show and the examiners are going to see that and they're going to be confident in your confidence. So Tim had to fly, I think you, you were in Alberta to do your exam um, and that was a little bit different from Leah and I, we went to Toronto and we weren't familiar with the place. Did you prepare yourself like in terms of going to the location ahead of time just to know where you are or like how did you, did you go alone or did you go with someone? What was that experience like? So I had to fly to Edmonton um, and no, I, I went completely alone. It was um, definitely a little bit um, of um, an adventure, I would say. Uh, I prepared well by going three days in advance and I had spent the first day. Um, I landed in the early afternoon and I explored around uh, on the first day, got a look at where my exam would be um, and what kind of food was close by and just tried to make myself feel comfortable in that place in the days leading up to the exam. So for Leah and I, we kind of scouted the place that we wanted to be in um, in terms of understanding like what restaurants and what kind of food there is around and there's like a shopping center, that sort of stuff, just to, because we, th these are little things that we don't want to think about when we are trying to still study for the exam and prepare for the exam. So I think um, those are just some kind of practical tips that you should have. And another thing I would say is that for us, we live in uh, Vancouver and Toronto, there's a three hour um, time difference. So I think you got to take that into account too, even though it sounds like it's only three hours, but um, having to wake up a little bit earlier than what we're used to um, can play um, maybe a little bit of a um, might have a little bit of an effect on you so I can't remember how many days earlier we went um, just I think it was like four days or so just to see if we can um, get used to the, to the time difference there and kind of just prepare ourselves so I think leave yourself a little bit of time but in saying that um, we do know a few of our fellow um, colleagues that just went the day before and they were totally fine. So I think um, just be self-aware and sort of um, figure out the situation on, on what's best for you. And back to the exam itself, how did you feel during the exam and then after the big exam? I think everyone going into that exam uh, is nervous. There, I don't think there's a single person that goes into that clinical exam not feeling very anxious and um, overexcited uh, for the exam. <laughs> I think after the exam it was definitely relief all around. Um, some people were very um, nervous and jittery about their performance um, but um, I would say Definitely, if you go in to that exam feeling nervous, just know that that's okay and that's a very normal feeling to have. So during this exam, it's a little bit of both. Yes, you have to have, obviously, you got, you got to understand what you're doing and have the clinical reasoning for, for these questions, but half the battle is that mindset and being confident because like Tim said, walking into the each of the stations you really have to 
um, show that you know what you're doing, even if you have to fake your confidence or whatever, just sort of present yourself as being professional and you know what you're doing and um, you'll probably get a better mark and you just feel better in each of the stations. So that's something that you really want to kind of train yourself, just be really confident and um, watch that YouTube video or sorry, that TED talk um, by Amy Cuddy. That's going to be on our blog. Um, I can't stress that enough. It seems so silly, but I think that's just something that you should just watch the night before you do the exam. It might make a big difference to your results. So Tim, what's your overall advice for someone who might be sitting their prac exam? I think if you're going to do your prac exam, uh, whether or not it's your first time or your second attempt or third attempt, I think you should definitely go in with a lot of confidence. The, the biggest difference that I found going in was um, I saw so much nervousness around me. I saw so much anxiety, um, but I went in there and I told myself I was going to smile going into every interaction. And even if I looked kind of like a, the silly person smiling to himself, um, I think that really helped me start off every interaction. And the examiners can totally sense that in your voice. They can totally see how you feel. And if you go into that exam and you have that mindset that, hey, I'm going to go in here and I'm going to make my patient feel comfortable and feel um, warmth, um, you're definitely going to be starting off that PRAC exam on a high note. So let's go back into the exam. So with the exam, were there any stations where you finished off and you left the room and you're sort of like, oh crap, like you, you did really poorly? Like, was there, reflecting back, was there a station like that for you? I think there were a couple of stations where I went into and I definitely felt like I was scrambling to get my wits about me, um, to think of how I would approach that question. Um, but generally leaving the exam uh, question, I would say there are definitely uh, a, a few that I would say, hmm, I, I think I could have done so much more with uh, the time I had. Um, but the, the moment that you go into your next question, you have to really prepare yourself to let that pass and approach the next question with a fresh mind and that fresh confidence again. Yeah, so I think that's really, really important because with this exam, unless it's a safety fail, you are able to fail a couple of stations. So don't let a previous station sort of set you off in bad note for, for your upcoming stations because you need to get as many points as you can. So just keep that in mind. If you do feel like you're going into a station and you didn't do really well, just kind of leave it behind you and just kind of move on and continue on with uh, the exam. So thank you for listening to today's episode. Look out for our next episode next Sunday. If you're looking for some extra advice or guidance, please get in touch. Good luck, guys.